0: Hello and welcome to Improbable Things. I'm Jay Grace Pennington and this is my podcast where I share six improbable thoughts before breakfast, which constitutes six thoughts about reading, writing, or storytelling in some form or fashion. So it is early on Thursday morning and I am up, have my six things, and ready to get started. So I actually have updates Um, to share on all three of the Firmament books that are currently in various stages of the writing and publishing process. But when I originally wrote them down, um, I looked at my outline and realized that they were all out of order from where the books actually go. Like they they were not in the order that the books are in the series. So I rearranged them to try to keep y'all from being too confused because I know there's a lot of different things going on here. So all that said, number one, my update on Eleftheria is that I submitted the files for it to Kindle Direct Publishing, and um, if you are not a Kindle Direct Publishing um, author or haven't used the platform before, you may not know that that actually is where you publish both, um, or rather self-publish both Kindle and paperback books for Amazon, they used to have a different service for paperback, but it's gone now. So even though it's a little bit confusing, their Kindle Direct Publishing also does paperback. So anyway, a little aside for you, but I I uploaded all the files for both the ebook and paperback, cover files, interior files, and they're all ready to go. And as of tomorrow, it will have been 30 days since um, the last bit of the content was on was released on Kindle Vela, which means I will be able to officially release the other um, versions. So basically the the actual release date is October 12th, um, so less than a week away now, Uh, but I am going to go ahead and get those files submitted so that they can go through approval and all of that. So um, hopefully the ebook will be available for pre-order very, very soon now, and then the paperback shortly after. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, I'm just been uh, anyone who's been waiting on the real ebook version or my favorite, the paperback version, will finally be able to get those. So, well, number two, as soon as I'm finished with that, I am going to be going into editing on Humanoid, which is the book that comes next. And I've mentioned a few times that. Um, and I know I've mentioned that I've gotten f- some great feedback from my beta readers and then I've been reading it aloud to my husband. So last night, um, I didn't finish reading it to him, but I basically got past the actual sort of climax and showdown portion. So almost finished. And that was the part that I definitely needed the most help with because, um, it was just a really weak climax. Um, there were lots of things about it that were very confusing and I felt that it just needed a lot of work, like it really needed some oomph, and it needed to be more, um, tied into certain things, anyway, it just needed a massive overhaul, and I know I've mentioned before, my husband has a really good sense of story, and he has lots of great ideas, and we'll be watching shows or movies together, and he'll either predict basically everything even better than I can, and I can predict a lot of things, um, or he will know exactly the way that it could be fixed, you know, for the parts that are lacking. And so, yeah, I knew that he'd be able to help me out. So we were up, like, into the wee hours of the morning discussing this. Like, it was it was honestly just a super fun time um, because we, once we got going, we're, like, putting all these ideas back and forth, like, spinning these different, like, plot ideas and, and all this um, just for hours we were just up talking about my story and and different ways that you could tweak this or that or maybe completely rework this entire plot line or you know and it got a little wild at one point I was like I think we're actually ending up with like a completely different book at this point so then we dialed it back a little bit where I'm not literally completely almost starting from scratch but there are um a lot of plot changes that I think are going to be made and we did not solve all the problems last night because I think at the end it was like almost 1am so I was like well we just really need to go to bed (laughs) I'll try to figure out the rest of this later so I have a lot more planning to do but my mind is just full of ideas um, and there are certain things that we did sort of decide and establish so I feel like really really good progress was made but beyond that it was just so much fun to go over this and work on it with my husband and just workshop it in person with someone else. Like, I don't even think I've ever done that before. I've discussed stories with lots of writer friends and come up with, um, you know, ideas together, but it's always been like over some kind of messaging or long distance in some form. And so just to sit there together and have him take the time to go over my story and just bounce all these ideas off each other, it was absolutely so much fun. I just maybe want to do it again with the next story as soon as possible. So number three on that note, um, my update on intoxication is that I am almost finished with the first draft. I passed, I'm I'm trying to even remember now, I think, oh, I don't even remember. I think I want to say like either 46 or 47,000 words yesterday. So really getting close to the end now, just a few thousand left either way. And the, um, I definitely think that one can use some work in the climax as well, although it's not as bad, but the falling action, I am really happy with how it's turning out and just for the crew having to sort of sort through all that's happened and figure out where they're going to go from here. Um, I enjoy, I'm actually enjoying writing that part. So I, I'm hopeful that these last few thousand words are going to fly by and I should actually be able to finish it this week which is super exciting. It's like a week ahead of my original schedule. So, and if I make it, which at this point I'm very confident that I will, it very well may be the first time that I've written a first draft start to finish um, completely on schedule and without taking any breaks or long lapses in the process. And that for me feels like such a huge milestone because it's a really hard thing for me to do, clearly. With all the books I've written, I've never done it this way before. And I think that the, the process will really benefit from it having been put together in one chunk rather than me having taken a long break and then having to come back to it. So I'm really proud of myself for that. and really hopeful that next week I'm going to come around and tell you all that it's already been finished for days. And um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm just really excited about this one. So number four um my baby I, I call her my baby but my littlest is really let's see she's 16 months so she's not a baby at all she is a toddler for sure and definitely thinks she's a big girl because she has older sisters so anyway she has always loved books and loved like looking at them but lately she's been bringing them to me to read her to read to her. And it's just so cute. <laughs> My husband has taken some really cute pictures of us reading together. So she'll, like the other day, I was just doing some chores around the house and she brings me the Amelia Bedelia book, which the version that we have is like almost as big as her. Like it's a pretty big paperback and she comes bringing it to me and she holds it up and she doesn't talk yet. So she just holds it up and goes, eh, 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 eh. So I took it. I was like, okay, you want to read this? And she instantly ran back to the couch and starts patting the couch for me to sit there. And she's just like, ah, ah. So (laughs) I sat on the couch and she sat in my lap and we were reading it. And she's pointing to different things on the page. And it's so, so sweet. And then uh, same with the library. She always has only really ever paid attention to the toys when we were there. But this last week that when we went, she kind of noticed the books, I think, almost for the first time. And she started running to the shelves, you know, taking books. She took a book, and then she went and found, like, a spot on the floor, and she just sat down and just held the book up to me. Just like, okay, found my spot. We got our book. We're ready. And I, it just melted my heart because, obviously, I am such a book girl. And, and to see that coming out in my daughters, I know I've talked a lot of times about how much that means to me, but even my little bitty not-so-baby um, wanting to be read to and look at books and being so like particular about where we sit and I just, uh, I'm just so proud and it's been adorable to see. And number five, this is not exactly it currently reading because I finished it yesterday, but I wanted to go ahead and talk about it. My most recently read, I guess I would say in this slot anyway. So I just read a book called lapsing into a comma by uh Bill Walsh. And it is a style and usage book. So it's, yeah, going over grammar, common mistakes people make, um, and just general usage, syntax, um, sentence structure, all those types of things. And I've read a lot of those kinds of books in the past because um, one of my brothers for a while was a huge um, grammar nut. And uh, I don't know that he's that into it anymore but he wanted to read some like grammar and usage books and so i got all the ones we had from the library and read them because he was pretty pretty little and so i wanted to make sure that you know they were okay for him or whatever so i read a whole bunch of them back in the day and this was one i'd heard mentioned several times but had never read and i just saw it at my library and just kind of grabbed it on impulse and I really do enjoy style and usage books, uh, in general. And then especially if the writer does have a sense of humor, they can be so much fun. Cause they can actually like, it maybe doesn't sound, um, like that enjoyable of a read, but these books can not only be really entertaining, but I, I just feel like I learn so much. And so obviously it's going to be most useful for someone like me who does a lot of writing, um, or for a professional writer or editor. But I think honestly, probably like anyone can benefit from books like these because they just, we all do writing in some form, even if it's just emails or something. And it just makes you aware of a lot of really common mistakes. And I feel like in this book, he did a great job of explaining things really simply and really well. And like I, basically the the only grammar I know thoroughly is what I learned from Schoolhouse Rock. (laughs) And so I never have really officially studied it. And so there's a lot of things I really don't know what a lot of the technical terms mean in, in grammar. I have no idea how to diagram a sentence or anything like that. But I can still understand the logical basis behind a lot of the rules. And so he goes at a lot of these things from that standpoint where you can look at a sentence and he can say like, it doesn't make sense. And here's why. Because this word you know, is actually modifying this when it should be that because of its placement in the sentence. And that sounds super nerdy and not entertaining when I just said it, but he really does have a great sense of humor and a great writing style himself. And I, I honestly was laughing out loud several times in this book. So I don't know if it will be for everyone, but I really did enjoy it and uh, really would recommend it just kind of a basic overview of a lot of really common mistakes. If you have any interest in writing or doing a lot of writing or, I don't know, it honestly was really enjoyable and I'm glad that I stumbled across across it and picked it up. So number six, I wanted to talk a little bit this week about um, trying to harness procrastination as fuel Productivity (laughs) because that's something I've been doing a lot of, especially recently. And I may have talked about those before, I don't know, I can't remember, but it's really been on my mind lately because, especially while I've been doing this first draft, I know I've talked about this before. It is so hard, it is so hard for me to sit down and actually write when it comes to the drafting process. Like, it can be so almost miserable at times like I so do not want to do it and it's so draining and it's so difficult because what I'm writing is completely imperfect and my perfectionism does not like that one bit so it's draining on multiple different levels like creatively and then knowing that I'm gonna have to fix it later and but yet being willing to leave it like this for the time being and um, it just takes a lot of energy And it's just a a unique difficulty to it. And so I'm a procrastinator just in general, but especially when it comes to something that I so have this internal urge to not do, I am going to basically do anything else first. (laughs) And so one thing I've really learned over the years to try to do to, I guess, work with myself on that is to instead of using that procrastination just to scroll Facebook or do nothing or even, you know, I don't know, like just just to be aware of how I'm going to use that. Because in a weird way, procrastination does does summon a lot of energy. Like it, it sort of creates a lot of energy that you're investing into not doing something specific. And so I've actually found that energy can be put to good use. <laughs> and so, if I'm going to procrastinate, I try to make sure I'm actually, like I said, harnessing that energy. And so, the main thing I've been doing lately is if I sit down to my work and I get my computer, all of that, and I just am so, so driven to not write right now, I'm going to use that time and energy to do something, um, generally it's going to be marketing. So I have a a lot of different book marketing things that I'm doing these days. And that honestly is something I really don't want to do either because I don't like doing sales. And, you know, honestly, a lot of the marketing stuff is just, just to put it bluntly, not that much fun to do. But when it's time to sit down and write, I would still rather do that. (laughs) So I'm trying to use that urge and that impulse and say, okay, um, I want to put off having to work on writing. So I am going to go through and I'm going to submit my books to these ad sites, or I'm going to um, create some promotion graphics, which I really hate doing because I'm so not a graphic designer, or I'm going to like post my Vela's to these Kindle Vella Facebook promotion groups or whatever, like all of those kinds of things. I'm going to submit my Audiobook promo codes to these free um, sites, or just all these different like tasks that can be really tedious and that I often really don't feel like doing. Like, I would definitely prefer to be doing something else than a lot of this, but it is necessary and it is important. And I am still technically working on writing and on my writing career in general, so I'm trying to. Just be aware of that lately and aware of where I'm putting that that energy that's being just formed by my aversion to doing the actual putting words on the screen that I'm supposed to be doing. And I do still force myself to get around to that. Obviously, like I said, I've been able to stay on track and get at least... Um, 1300 words done Monday through Saturday for this entire time. So I'm still getting it done, but it's generally going to be done kind of at the last minute and after I've done a lot of other things first. So I just want to make sure those things are still something worthwhile and still something that's important to me because I have been trying this year so hard to see the things I do, like anything that I do. I'm trying to see that as casting a vote for the kind of person that I want to be. And I got that from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is an amazing book that I 100% recommend. But so I'm trying to see myself and my actions in that way. And if I am choosing to do something, what is it saying about myself and about who I want to be and where I want to be moving forward? And just having that awareness will make me pause before I, like I still like, to get on social media. I like to play games on my phone. Like there's, there's certain sort of pointless things I enjoy doing, but how much am I doing that? And am I making sure that I've done the things first or made sure I've made time for the things that are truly important to me and that truly are a part of what I want as my identity. And so I'm just trying to make my, um, I guess in this case, work for me and not against me. And I actually have been able to get a lot done that way. So I recommend this approach. If you also are prone to procrastination, try to see if there's some way that you can actually uh, make it useful. So that is all my things for this morning. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I would love to hear from anybody. Um, especially on procrastination. And if there's ways that you found that maybe I didn't address or just a unique way that you've been able to use it to work for you and your goals, I would love to hear about that. And if you have any recommendations for style and usage books that are actually really entertaining to read, I will take those all day every day because clearly I'm a huge nerd about these things. So yeah, thank you again for listening. Hope that everyone has a great day and I will plan to see you all again next week. So stay improbable. Bye i